Trackaholic, call it what you call it. Saturday night, I am so Kenny Wallace on that. Dirt, 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 I miss that. Dirt, 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 gotta get back to it. I've been the Kenny Wallace of the rap game. Ever since I hit him with that dirt track thing. Now nationwide, everybody knows my name. They're like, mama, that's Kenny Montgomery. He sings that song we like. Yeah, boy, that's me. Roll out the trailer, I'm flossing. Huh. Them Hoosier tires glossing. Huh. Them cold kind, we're tossing. Right. They know I came to wreck it, yet I rarely bring out a caution. Get I hit the high side, boy, I park it for Brian Clausen. Uh. Welcome to Throttled Up the Podcast. Often imitated, never duplicated. Your weekly home for the best in motorsports coverage. Even your grandpa talking about, man, that boy too cold. We don't sit on 24s, we don't ride on spinners. I'm posted up on them 15s with platinum dirt. And welcome back to Throttled Up the Podcast. And Matt, I usually leave the introduction duties to you. But tonight, I'm going to steal them from you. Because in studio, we have the return of one of our greatest guests and throttled up the podcast history. Number number two episode, the first guest we ever had on. Yep. It is quite possibly the greatest Hornet driver who has ever stepped foot inside a Hornet. It's the <laughs> 2009 Hornet track champion at Thunder Valley Raceway, Ryan Bowling. Every time I see you tag me something on Facebook, I know it's never going to be good. I I just got to say, yes, I would agree with you that it's never good. But I got to throw out a huge shout out to Zach Burton for digging back into the video files with a little uh, post yeah. about you looking like Dale Senior always digging. You know, because we, we broadcast the biggest go-kart race in Indiana. Um, earlier this year uh paragon indiana is where it was housed and uh you know here i got a camera guy with me co-announcer we're we're working this whole event next thing i know i got no camera guy got no co-announcer i look up he's coming out of turn three on a go-kart it's out of retirement i mean it's it, back it, <laughs> well go-karts and hornets yeah it's i mean they go hand in yeah hand. well just no doors i mean that's yeah. the only difference yeah, I, I will say the the go kart deal that really kind of did take me back to a time where it's like yeah, it'd be fun to be racing actually instead of doing all this crazy stuff we're doing. But yeah, it was fun. And and I don't know if anyone at home can tell, but if you if you look on the chair behind him, he has yeah. the 2009 uh, Thunder Valley Track Champion jacket in studio here with Embroidered us, embroidered and everything. Well, it's nice. it doesn't even look a day old. Does no, it? no, no, it's, it's been hanging in the closet since 2009. <laughs> oh, you wore it to the Halloween. No, 200. I did wear it to the Halloween 200, but up until that point, it had been in the closet. So, and it was that, only worn to the trophy. Halloween 200 because he got tired of me wearing my T-shirt with his picture on it from his yeah, championship. I, oh, I, I thought so. maybe they let him in free if he had a championship jacket on or something. But hey, I, they might have. Yeah, I, I might need to use that. To yeah, my advantage. You, you get in all these places. I, but I do want to say this, um, you know, obviously we, we do have a lot of fun, but, uh, you know, I am excited to have Ryan back, you know, Ryan, uh, Ryan's a world traveler when it comes to dirt racing and, and we're all he's at. And, um, obviously we've got some big things going on right now. 
and and looking ahead. But I do want to say this. It, it was amazing, Matt, and I, I don't even think I've told you this yet. I told Ryan, but Callie challenged me to go back and listen to episode number two. Mm. Um, and I did that about a month That's ago. Brutal. And brutal. it was actually a lot better than what I expected it to be. But it was funny because, you know, that was the first night I met Ryan. Yeah, because you set up Ryan coming on as a guest. That was yeah, the first time I met Ryan. Didn't even remember that at all. Yeah, yeah. That's, and that's true. Uh, yeah. it's very interesting to look at what I know about Ryan now, um, and and from that moment. So, uh, you know, a lot has changed uh, since that. This is episode one thirteen. So we've done a hundred and eleven episodes since the last time he was on. Uh, just a, it's it's. No, a, he's been on between now and then. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. I feel like you've been on yeah, four or five times. times but, yeah, yeah. He might actually have the most guest appearances he might yeah he's been Possibly. on several yeah. times yeah, yeah. but It'd when you're the, when probably you're, him or his brother white shoes yeah <laughs> but when you have the very first guest appearance i mean you that's expected you yeah you can't take that away yeah and he didn't drive through my front yard like our second guest joss moffat yeah <laughs> you can't yeah. trust those sprint car guys no, the sprint car guys yeah, they wild. go searching for the cushion anywhere they can find it <laughs> he found it <laughs> and you found it when you mowed the grass right, the next week. right right down in my wood line <laughs> no but ryan i want to jump in here with this uh before we get started because obviously um you know last year pretty wild year for you involved in a lot of different elements of, of the racing world and you know obviously dirt to media the company that you know you you created there with um the live and on-demand racing and what its growth saw and then you got some great experience you know in in another way as well so kind of tell us what all were you involved in last year yeah uh, i mean obviously the you know we had a lot of plans uh pre-covid uh you and i and everybody and and unfortunately those didn't happen so everything kind of took a you know a change of course and um you know got an opportunity to go uh produce with a um you know a series out west and it runs the midwest and um, you know, spent a lot of time on the road out there with those guys, uh, Oklahoma and, and Kansas and Illinois and Missouri and just long ways from home. And, you know, there was a lot of, of Sunday mornings spent driving home, watching the sun come up and it was cool. Great experience. I learned a lot. Um, you know, met a lot of good people and, you know, it, it just made for a, a rough year trying to keep up with, with everything back here with dirt Two media and, and, you know, some things had to you know suffer because of that or they didn't get covered like you know i know we could have so um definitely excited this year to get off the road and um you know get get some focus back on on the roots and and where we're from and uh, it's gonna be a fun year what what was your biggest accomplishment last year and i'm asking a question i know the answer to but i i want to hear what you feel like the biggest accomplishment you had Man, I don't know if anything would, you know, I, I don't want to knock anything that we've done or anything we've been a part of it, man. Salem Speedway, you know, the the Halloween 200 was the broadcast I looked forward to most the entire year. And, you know, I, it was just surreal, honestly, to, to you know, the, the history of that place and for us to be up there scrambling, trying to find, you know, this, that, and the other on cables and track stuff down and, but we pulled it off and it was a good broadcast and a good race and everybody enjoyed it. And, um, you know, I, I think we learned a lot at Salem and we learned there's a lot of room for growth there on, on our side. So, 
Um, definitely excited to get back there this year. We got a lot of cool things planned. So I'm um, looking to just take that accomplishment and keep building on it. Yeah. And I, I got to say, from my perspective, I mean, both the, you know, the firecracker and the Halloween 200, just the, the history there. And I know it's the same for you and, and Matt, I know you've been to Salem Speedway for years and oh, years yeah. and years, but, but the history that's there and growing up, going there and getting to see the names that have raced there. And I mean, it's, it's just a, it's an amazing place. And, and the fact that it had not been covered the way that it could or should be. Um, and I'm talking about the last several years uh, to get to be a part of that was just, amazing yeah and and just a great opportunity (laughs) like i think once you know once we got everything kind of wrapped up there um you know after the show i just you kind of sat back and reflect on wow that like we just did that and that was a cool moment and and just to know that you know we got a good working relationship with Bill, uh, Bill Nicely, the, the you know owner and promoter over at Salem. As long as I get his T-shirt order right, I think we'll be good. I got to get that sorted out. But um, man, I, I'm just excited for Salem and, and everything else we're doing. I mean, we've got a lot of cool stuff coming up. Yeah, and I want to take a quick second to touch on that. I know we have some in the past too, but you know, you, you bring up Bill Nicely and and Bill and his wife um, Ashley and what they are doing at Salem Speedway, I got to give them a lot of credit because, you know, and I don't think people know how close that place was to not racing. Yeah. Um, you know, the last couple of promoters, you know, hadn't had much success and that's not on their, their lack of effort. Um, it just hadn't happened and some deals had fallen through and understanding how close that place was to sitting empty. And, and we know it happens all across the country, historic, great racetracks close and sit empty and the grass grows up it, it would have been a crime for me to see salem speedway grow up like that so i got to give a lot of credit for bill and ashley jumping into that place and bill will tell you he, he's not a racing background guy um drag racing but not not oval racing and for him to jump into that and bring an outsider's perspective is really refreshing um and i, I mean i even catch myself sometimes i know you and i when we've had conversations with him he has some outside the box ideas that I think most of us in the racing world at first would be like, ah, man, I don't know. But, but he comes from that entertainment and wanting it to be an event. And I got to give him a lot of credit. He's going to do some cool things down there. And if you didn't make it down to a, a race at Salem Speedway, get there this year because it is, um, it's, it's a heck of a time and it's only going to get better as they, they grow. Yeah, and absolutely. I think, you know, all these tracks and series and everybody right now, you, you got to start thinking outside of the box. I mean, there, there's just, you know, there's guys out there that, you know, their their promotion has been the same for, for years and years, and it's working great for them. You know, it's fine. It's their system. But, um, man, I think right now, if you're really wanting to get an advantage, you've got to, to jump out there and take some chances and not be afraid to – you know, lose a little bit of money here and there. And, and, you know, you got to stick your neck out there for sure. Matt, I want to jump on something here with you because it is February 3rd and you, you, it's documented in episodes from last year that I got a head start on you with Mm -hmm. some of our races in Tennessee. And, and I think people think that was played up for the show, but you know, you, you don't like me getting ahead of you on dirt racing trips and visits. No, no, I, I enjoy going to the racetrack. And, and you said a, you said a, uh, you know, a, an example this year that you weren't going to let me get ahead and it's February 3rd and you've already made it two two trips to the, the racetrack already. Yep. 
Yeah, we went to uh, Boyd Speedway, and I really don't know if we were in Tennessee or if we were in Georgia, because every time Chelsea would open her phone up, it, you know, it'd say Tennessee and Georgia, and we'd be fifteen feet different. And because we were sitting at the racetrack, and it said we were in Georgia, and you could see our hotel from the racetrack, and it said we was in Tennessee there. So I mean, I, I really don't know what state we were in at this racetrack, but. I, I believe it. It maybe sits in both. I I would believe that, but uh, I'm going to tell you the coolest experience we had down there. John Snyder, Bo Duke from the Dukes of Hazard, did mm-hmm. the national anthem and explained the national anthem to the crowd oh, line wow. by line before he sung it. Really, and I tell you what, that was the coolest. You know, he went every line. This is what this means. This is what this means. And then I didn't never, you know, I've heard it my whole life at every sporting event. The last line is a question. Never realized that. Hmm. And that's uh, interesting. Like I, I didn't even like I didn't heard about that. I didn't watch you know any broadcast or anything. That's cool. Like, I mean, that's really he took cool. the time and 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 you know described it all. And then, which uh, I'm thinking about trying to pull off at Brownstown. We all stood and did the the Pledge of Allegiance. That's cool. Yep. And, that's really uh, cool. And then John Snyder got in a General Lee and drove around Boyd Speedway, which I went straight back to a 10-year-old kid immediately when he got in, hit the horn, and went around the racetrack, he went, what was it, three times? And, you know, spun out, did a donut, and I mean, I was, I was immediately 10 years old again. And to throw back to your um, Tennessee and Georgia comment, uh, our good friend Michael to Spain, Spanky down in Kentucky. Yeah, that's why we were down yeah, there. Yeah, he said the pit area is in Tennessee and the racetrack is in Georgia. <laughs> and our friend Eddie Campbell, too, says the same thing. So there's confirmation there. Yeah, I, I yeah. mean, I was serious. I was like, I don't know where we're at. That's the yeah. first time I've ever, you know, been to places like, I don't know what state I'm in. It's- yeah, I've worked a couple events there and it's a cool place. And I do remember it was, you know, it was on that line there. Yeah. I just didn't know exactly what it was. But, uh, you know, the racing was good. And Randy Weaver ended up winning the super late models down yeah. there. And uh, I'm telling you what. Pierce McCarter got another top ten. Two, two things there. Randy Weaver, I think, A, he doesn't look like he ages outside of the I, white amen hair. to that, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because I got to watch him run with the ACAS a lot yes. last year. The dude doesn't look like he ages. And he doesn't look like he falls off of his driving ability at all. Like, yeah. I mean, just... He is smooth and just, I mean, a crowd favorite no matter where he's at. You know, when I got to watch him some of the times down with the ACAS, you know, he's up in the crowd interacting with people. You know, just a just a really cool guy. And um, and Pierce McCarter, man. Well, I, I'll tell you, there was a couple cool things in the grandstands. One, I'd never been to a racetrack where people carried their propane heaters in and sat in front of them in the in the grandstands. Oh, yeah, that's big in the south. Like They all had their personal yeah, propane heater. Big, big time. And then, number two, you know, we're six hours from home. The super late model feature is getting ready to start. Two guys come up and sit right next to Chelsea in the grandstands, and it's Tater Masters and Jim Beeman. <laughs> and I say, we drive six hours from home to sit next to two guys that we see all the time at home, you know, so... <laughs> which i thought that was very cool that, yeah that's awesome and <laughs> and again i know we talked about this after you know pierce won the hangover um but which was my first race of the year this year absolutely <laughs> but yeah, a shout out to tater masters and jim beeman and, yeah and again I, I will be the first to admit i'm i'm biased you know tater's a buddy of mine yeah. and he's he's a, a good friend of the show and helps support us and 
And obviously, you know, we record here in Crothersville. I love that Masters Build is here in Crothersville. So I'll put all my biases out there first. But I just got to say, if you're a true race fan, we want as many cars competing as we can be. Yes. And, you know, last year was a rough year for Master Built, and Tater would say the same thing. But for him and Jim Beeman to keep pushing and, and giving Pierce McCarter this option and working with them, and um, just I can't say enough about him. It's a really cool situation. I'm, I'm excited to see where they go the rest of the year. Yeah, I'm with you on that. And I was glad to see him, you know, roll out down there and, and get some more exposure. And we noticed that uh, Master Build is – actually a pretty heavy chassis name at boyd speedway we've seen quite a bit of master built out on the racetrack down there yeah that that eastern coast and and southern mm -hmm. southeastern yeah. is uh still pretty heavy with that yeah the propane heater thing though that might be something we want to put in the back pocket for next weekend yeah absolutely yeah i i don't know i was excited about going to florida but um looks like there's going to be some snow in georgia so i don't know i've not looked at the weather at all i just looked at what you showed me so it's well, going it, to be snowing in Georgia. I'm going to guess it's going to be cool in northern Florida. So. It, it told us it was going to be 50 when we went to Boyd's, and it was um, it was 32 degrees. Yeah, yeah. And it felt 32 degrees. I mean, you guys know me. I almost never wear coats or anything, and I had a hoodie and a Carhartt on when yeah, I sat down there. So. I don't know. It gets cold up here, but when it's cold down there, it's cold. It's miserable. Yeah, we, we, we had this big plan. We were going to get to go down to a, a cart race in, in northern Florida and thought – february florida i get home tonight and i pull up facebook and somebody had posted a map and one model I'm not saying it's going to happen but they said is this real all through the midsection of georgia mm -hmm. 14 inches of snow was what this <laughs> model was calling for and i showed it to ryan i'm like this is our luck we're gonna be stuck in mid georgia yeah. in 14 inches of snow which and they don't know how to act when they get no snow that's down what we it. said yeah. 14 inches in georgia is like 14 feet in indiana i went to training in mississippi probably about eight years ago and they had a half inch and they closed the highways you were like you were it was emergency driving only on a half inch well it was just a couple years ago when they got like an inch and it shut down all of atlanta they yeah. were parking their cars on the interstate yeah. and leaving mm -hmm. and walking yeah i mean it's an inch of snow yeah. like it yeah, just, when, when the south gets snow they, they freak out man yeah, yeah. so <laughs> Yeah, the reference to, you know, why we're going to Florida, um, kind of working a deal and talking with um, Adam Johnson um, with the AJC Mid-American Series. Uh, it's a big go-kart series, and his event um, at Crossroads Motorplex in Jasper, Florida, is next weekend. So, uh, big money race. I think uh, there's like a 10000 to win and oh, wow. a couple smaller, like 2000s here and there, and it's a lot of big money and I, i'm just i'm glad that um you know he's jumping on board this year with um you know speed sport tv and and he's going to be doing all of his races live and um exciting to go down there and partner with him and, and get his deal launched and we're going to co-stream that event and see where the rest of the year goes but he's got some some wild stuff going on he's got uh, you know a race in august i believe that um I forget exactly what it was called, but it's like a hundred and fifty thousand dollar purse and like twenty thousand oh, win wow. shows, and it's it's crazy. So um, he's doing a lot of good stuff uh, for carding, and um, excited just to partner up with him and, and see what we can do there. Yeah, and and for us, I think it's really exciting for you know, similar to you want to get out early and get to go be a fan because obviously we've talked before you don't get that opportunity. Yeah. Um, on a weekly basis very often 
for us, I think it's exciting. It's February and we're going to be able to get out and go to a show. And, yeah. and you've been doing some indoor shows, obviously down in Sturgis, Kentucky, which have yeah. been some really, really good karting shows, but to get yeah. out outdoors and get that first show is uh, pretty exciting. Yeah, I think, um, well, we've had two this year so far in, in Sturgis. So down there with David Porter and those guys. And it's been kind of neat to see guys like Tyler Nicely and Cole Fallaway and, and Brett Hudson from Salem and, and, you know, just some guys like that down there racing carts in the offseason. It's made it a lot of fun. And I really, I, I it'd be cool to see that kind of stuff come back and more guys get involved with karting um, in the winter because, you know, Sturgis is, I don't know, it's about a three-hour drive from, from Seymour, where I'm from. So um, makes for a pretty good Saturday and get out and have some fun. And, and it's pretty low-key down there. And, um, yeah, I, I think it'd be cool. I'm thinking about getting a cart next year and doing it. If I can get somebody to run a camera, we're going to run a cart. All right. I'll so wrench. There's a big announcement. <laughs> Owen Barr You're going to wrench? Yeah, I'll wrench. Oh, man, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'll wrench. <laughs> Owen Barr says if you win the clone medium championship in the AJC series, uh, you get a ride in the Chili Bowl. Yes, I forgot about that. He was doing uh, similar to like the KKM yeah. give back, and I think that's really cool. Like it's it's got me wanting to look at the schedule. And granted, I wouldn't have a chance in hell, but I would uh, love time to out, just, time out, time out. Yeah, you are the 2009. <laughs> 2009 Hornet Track champion. Mm -hmm. Look out, clone medium drivers. No, I think we're good there. I'll I'll probably start out at Sturgis this, this next winter and see where – we might run for it next year. I'll tell you what. You run um, the cart at Sturgis. I want to run the derby race they just had. I know. That was cool. That's that's what I want to run. Yeah. yeah that, was, that was really cool. I know that um, they were talking about it because I was there the, the Saturday before during the cart race, and they mentioned um, the derby, you know, the derby and enduro and all that the next weekend. And I um, just so happened to be on another, you know, Speed Sport Speed TV Sport. affiliate, and um, so I tuned in there, and I'm like, ah, oh, this is cool. Like this is, oh yeah, <laughs> this is fun. Like I, I wish I was down there watching it in person because it was it was something else to just see that i was just there the week before watching carts go around that place and then all of a sudden we're turning cars upside down and and demolition derby and uh, it was crazy yeah a little oval demo demo there you derby. Go. yeah it, yeah it's it's gonna have to be so uh tyler collins says bowling to the chili bowl future f main winner hey if i can make it to the f main that's that's uh, that's huge like i'm in like i'm in like, <laughs> It'd be huge I'd if be I could just H, get out H there. H or an I would yeah, be, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, if I can just get to Tulsa, yeah. I, I'm, and I'm not even talking about driving. I'm talking about just, just getting get the there. freedom to get there. Yeah, I had the opportunity to go work the event this year, and it just, schedule-wise, it was just too crazy with everything we got going on, and I had to opt out. So that, that kind of sucked to actually get an opportunity to go and not be able to, but um, it's definitely on the list for next year. And obviously, we're coming off here, you know, Speed Week's down there. But before I jump into that, I want to talk about, um, real quick, you know, a, a former guest that's been here on the podcast. That, man, if and I get this isn't what we typically talk about on here with, you know, dirt oval racing and even some asphalt oval racing. But Jared Thomas at Jared Thomas um, Motorsports Engineering, this kid, we've talked about a lot on here, had him right before he went down for the Mazda Challenge. Yeah. You know, he picks up the Mazda Challenge win, which gets him in that MX-5 Cup. Picks up Rookie of the Year honors last year. 
He's actually got a two-car team this year. He's driving. He's got a driver, um, Chris Nunez, uh, but goes down to Daytona on the road course. And if you have not seen the video, you can look. NASCAR on NBC had it posted. um, Several different areas had it posted. But the last few laps, I got to say, Ryan and I watched it in the shop the other night at about 10 o'clock, and Jared's running fourth, and they come in to the last turn, coming down the straightaway, and he's got a great position. He pulls out, and it is four wide door-to-door to come to the finish, and he picks up a second place. Um, but just a cool deal. I mean, that That's kid, awesome. that kid's going big places. So I, I can't say enough um, – you know about what what he's doing and how exciting that is and um just you couldn't find a better kid better family and what they're doing in the success they're i seeing. agree i agree 100 percent. and gotta say this good looking driving suit too it looked I like know. it was looked, fresh it looked it like fresh. whoever did it really made it look good yeah like that that was cool to, to actually meet meet him and and you know it seemed like he was a good kid like you've always said and then to get to see a, a highlight of you know he was standing in our shop and a couple of weeks later he's in the highlights <laughs> roaring around daytona and mazda it's like man that's cool that's really cool yeah and, and for those that don't know i was very intimidated to do his race suit and very honored that he brought it to us <laughs> i but, stayed away <laughs> but knowing the level he was racing on to then watch the clip of the podium and he's standing there on you know the nascar on nbc facebook page and he's wearing the suit that i had just heat pressed the weekend before <laughs> and i'm like this is why i was nervous about yeah. this situation so but no a huge well, shout out to on, him on night one on the heat press where you um what did we do on the heat press night one? Night one after purchasing the business i i had the uh the transfer the wrong way and uh it's stuck to the top yeah. of the heat press, not to the shirt. We about burnt the place down on night one, but then yeah. then we're but we've come a long we've came way. a long ways. We're in Daytona now. Yeah, so. we're doing we're doing Sparco yeah. race suits now. Well, that's better. Than I thought I heard you make a grilled cheese in it or something. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> hey, we did run brownies through the conveyor in the back for the, the screen printer. So see, I, yeah, I always yeah, that you're that on, yeah, you're on the right oh, track. Yeah, yeah we. Brownies, grilled cheese, it's dusting, yeah. you know. Yeah, we get we get a big head pizza and it gets cold because we're working. Yeah. We just run it through the cure machine. Uh, why would you do that? Pizza's always better cold. Comes man. right out warm and, and good again. <laughs> Shout out to Big Head Pizza down there, Gary and Mary Driver, man. They uh they take care of us, feed us quite a bit. Um so yeah, so you know, let's let's look ahead to, you know, some of the other things this year. And and talking about dirt to media, um, you know, we've kind of talked about what we're doing here next weekend, but there's some big shows that Dirt to Media is going to be broadcasting this year. Yeah, we definitely, um, you know, we're going, we're not going to have the near the quantity of shows that we did last year, but we're going to focus more on quality and, and you know, we're, if we're going to hit the road, it's going to be for a show that, that we know is, you know, it's going to be good, just, uh, you know, um, I think the the one I'm the most excited about too right now is um, you know up at US 24 uh, we got in there for a couple of their big micro shows. Uh, the first one I believe is the first one sometime this this late spring and I know the total purse for that event's like thirty seven thousand five hundred dollars for micros and um, you know they've got like two preliminary nights paying a thousand to win and the final night paying ten. 
Um, so I guess guys from all over the country come to, you know, their two big shows and uh, it was really cool to, to jump on board there with, uh, you know, the, the group up there and, and see what we can do. It's going to be a good quality show for us. A lot of big stuff at Salem again, like we're, um, you know, iron out a couple details on, on some shows there. Um, and what else we got this, this carding stuff, if we can kind of get in with, with Adam there. Waiting to see, you know, what all Brownstown, what we're going to do there. Hopefully, um, you know, we can can go. I, obviously, I'm wanting to push for live video, so I'm, I'm really hoping we can work a deal with Jim to get to get in there uh, full-time live. I think it would, you know, be a great thing for, for everybody involved just to, um, you know, showcase the weekly racing there. And, uh, but yeah, we got a lot of other just, you know, are all the things we've been doing um, around here locally and just adding on some some good quality shows you know an hour or two from the house and that was kind of the game plan for this year i say that as we're going to florida next weekend but um yeah it's it's definitely going to be an exciting year we've got the new app uh, i think that's that's been a big benefit that we added that uh, i'm excited about and and we're just plugging along it's been a grind but uh, i think that We've learned a lot, and if we can just kind of keep some things going in the right direction and, and we can get COVID out of here and get racing, it's it's going to be a good year. Speaking of Jim, shout out to him, man. Promoter of the year last year. Yes, mm. yes. Yeah. Big shout out to him for that. You know, he stuck his neck out and gave us a place to race, and, uh, yeah. you know, they rewarded now, him for Jim, that. So good deal for that right there. Absolutely. Jim's done great things for Brownstown. He really has. I, you know, I, um, I know he, you know, we, we get in business with him and trying to get stuff worked out and it can get, you know, we're, we're pushing him one direction. He's pushing it, but that's fun. I mean, Jim is such a good businessman and good promoter oh, and, yeah. you know, it's, it's, you, you got to have that. And he's, you know, he, he's always thinking, he's always got things in the works and, um, I think he's going to have another big year there th this year for sure. And here's one of the, um, the most shocking things that you'll hear about about jim price uh we met with him uh, back in december uh went and had dinner with him jim picked up the check no way oh yeah jim yeah. price picked up the check we even offered and he wouldn't let us so i i gotta say right. everybody out there i can say i've seen it happen once it may be the but, only time hey we did pick up breakfast though we did pick up Halloween his breakfast yes yeah so he owed us one he owed us that i guess so but no definitely but, but excited I, I gotta say i'm you know i'm proud to work for him on saturdays yeah. you know with the, oh yeah you know, he, he, you know he his heart is in racing and you can tell that you know and and uh i was glad to see him get promoter of the year and we've talked a lot you know it, it's so easy to you know monday morning quarterback you know a promoter you know and and you're damned if you do and damned if you don't. And, you know? and I think we're seeing that a lot more, you know, with the small business side that we're involved in now. But until you've cracked open the books and you truly know what goes in, what comes out, what you're on the yeah. hook for, um, it's easy to say, well, you ought to do this, you ought to do that, you should do this, you should. Until you realize, you know, it's it's there's yeah. a lot more there's a lot more moving pieces than what you think there is. Oh yeah, and and it's and to put on you know some of the events he did i mean you go back and just pull up the aerial photos of you know the jackson mm -hmm. 100 weekend we, we that crowd could have rivaled any racetrack oh 100 100 
one of the one of the coolest weekends yeah i've ever been a part of i i totally agree with you that that was amazing right there and, and you know i just just want to yeah hands down one of the best there was and you know we've said it before people don't realize you know how many people jim has to get organized just to put on a, a race mm-hmm. at brownstown you know people that you never see that that are there working yeah it takes an army you know and speaking of that i do want to i do want to take a quick second here just to thank our sponsors here in yes. 2021 um and just a, a shout out to everybody that that's come back on and continues to support us and uh how much we appreciate them but number one p3 graphics and p3 racing shirts.com and i, I want to make something really clear here and, and i've said many times on this this podcast what i think of eric bryant and the work they do at both p3 graphics and p3 racing shirts.com and some people listening who know the business that Ryan and I just got in here with with Fresh Prince would think, well, this is a real conflict that this is here. And and I reached out to Eric prior to us finalizing the purchase and let him know and and explain to him that it, you know I still wanted him as a sponsor. I appreciated it. And you know Eric can offer people things that we can't. Um, he can offer them lower minimums. Um, there's a lot of advantages with there. And I and I'll be honest, I've sent a couple people his way because we couldn't do what they wanted to do. So I just want to be clear that a, you know, a huge shout out to Eric Bryan and continuing to support us in this podcast. Um, and you know, and us being able to be, you know, not rival businesses as everybody wants to make it to be, but businesses that can work together and help each other and support each other. So, you know, a huge shout out to Eric Bryan. I'm telling you, if you're looking for wraps, um, racing t-shirts, any of that kind of stuff, Eric Bryant's a guy to go talk to and look at obviously dirt to media um ryan alluded to it earlier guys if you don't have your account get one there's a roku app um there is your app on your phone now ios and android Um, and i'm telling you the roku app the new app on your phone is awesome but for me i've got roku players throughout the house just bought Mm -hmm. one for the shop there is nothing better than i can pull up racing anytime i want and watch some of the stuff that dirt to media has done thirsty goat entertainment um occ seamless uh gutters and construction jeremy owens guys uh, we've talked a lot about him on here and jeremy man i have not heard a single person jeremy's worked for have a complaint about him and i'm telling you the dude is going to make sure you're happy i agree um quality guy just great individual so give jeremy a call not to stop you but i hope you're leading into tommy taylor for that one because i need to call um OC how you say OCC. OCC yeah I need to call OCC before Tommy Taylor cancels my homeowner's insurance because my gutter's falling off my house so <laughs> I am leading in so hopefully that worked out <laughs> Tommy if you're listening I'm gonna get it fixed man great transition because also you know a guy that's been sponsored us for a long time Tommy Taylor Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance um and the crazy thing is and and we've said it on here numerous times Matt the it's not just a sponsor he is our our insurance agent and i can include ryan in that group now too because he is ryan's insurance agent as well and i'm telling you guys the thing i will say about tommy and and you know you can go get your insurance bid a lot of places and there's a lot of good insurance reps and i know a lot of them the thing i will say about tommy and he's my agent he's my parents agent you know i i suggest him to everybody he truly works for you I've never had a guy call me more times and say, hey, I think I can save you some money and get you the same coverage by doing this. He's constantly reviewing your policy and making sure he's getting you the best price and the best coverage. Um, Tommy Taylor, Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. Look him up. 
Gilpin Electric and Bill Gilpin. And again, this is another guy that I can't say enough about for his love, passion, and support of both local racing and this podcast. Yes. Um, you know, I messaged him again in January. He said, you want to say on? Well, yeah. I mean, it was just there was no ifs, ands, or buts. Um, been a great supporter of us. And I'm telling you, if you're looking for whole home generators, any kind of wiring, electrical work, um, you know, looking to get your trailer wired, you know, for, for race season, give Bill Gilpin at Gilpin Electric a call. Um, you won't find a better guy. Kane's Tree Service. Again, you know, if you're looking for any kind of tree trimming, um, you know, falling of trees, um, any kind of that kind of stuff, tree removal, Kane's Tree Service, insured, free estimates. Make sure you get with those guys. Last two I'm going to give you here, Fresh Prince. Um, that is uh, Ryan and I's new uh, baby. Um, best way to put it. I wish um, it would sleep at night sometimes. I wish I it would. That. Yeah, money never sleeps, uh, <laughs> unfortunately. Uh, but Fresh Prince, custom apparel and awards, uh, North Vernon, Indiana. Give us a check us out www.freshprinceinc. That's Prince with a Z and Ink with a K dot com. Um, you know, we're, we're willing to do anything we can to help you guys out with custom apparel uh, and awards. So look us up see if we can help you out we're really excited about some of the stuff we're doing some of the people we've been able to work with and then one that's going to lead into our next topic i believe is uh race clean um which is a a new sponsor this year and um ryan i'm going to leave that one here for you to kind of introduce because this is kind of the big kickoff party here for um race clean yeah just another wild idea i don't know we're going to try it and see what happens um so basically we're just going to launch a, a product line um, it's going to start out with like industrial hand cleaners and and different things like that um then once once racing gets back going strong we're going to have like a line of um you know car washing products and just i don't know i don't know what we'll add i don't know if it's going to work to be honest but we're going to try it because you know it, why not we got a million other things going on I, i'm really excited about this though um we're just want to see hopefully we can get some support on it and um you know the, i think the big thing i'm the most excited about it is it's just going to give us a good platform to really be able to give back and and it's going to be dependent on a lot of advertising and um you know if we can can sell some product it's going to go back into to sponsoring events and tracks and and, and drivers and and you know whatever else that we get into i, I know um you know we've already got couple advertising spots um you know on a national level that's going to be launching um you know probably by the weekend and uh the site will be live here soon i've about got it done i was kind of behind on that so um yeah definitely you know be on the lookout on social media for race clean and i want to i want to say this it's almost like the tommy taylor advertisement uh you know and people believe what you want, but you, you brought this crazy idea in. Um, and obviously we are now in the screen printing industry and, and you brought samples in and I wanted to see, obviously if we're going to sell it, basically, am I going to BS everybody and say how good it is? Or is it really going to be good? And I will say this, it's, it honestly, not because it's our product, but it is some of the best hand cleaner that I've honestly used. And yeah. if you've ever went to Walmart and purchased Gojo or any of those other hand cleaning products and, you know, industrial grade hand cleaners, and you know, the price tag that's on them, 
you know, we've got 14 ounce bottles for $5. Um, so that bottle that's sitting right there on the table, um, $5, so that 14 ounce bottle, case pricing available. Um, contact us if you're interested, but I'm telling you, if you're a race driver, if you're somebody that's in your garage shop, pick up a bottle of it, try it and give us feedback. That's what we want to yeah. know is what you think, um, about it. Because I'm telling you, I don't think you're going to find a better value than the $5 on this race clean product. No, absolutely. And especially, you know, like a Gojo or, or some of those other companies, they're not supporting racing. They're not putting back in the sport. And, um, you know, we, it's always something I've wanted to do, but, you know, just it's kind of been impossible with Dirt 2 Media and, and everything else to really have a, a lot of extra money, you know, to put back in. And, you know, the operating expenses for all this stuff's high. So I'm hoping if we can make this kind of an easy, um you know it's an easy thing on our end where it's we're handling the logistics and branding of it and you know we can give back uh, that's that's the whole goal for it so uh, like you said it's really going to rely on a lot of feedback from racers because that's what you know we, we want to put products in their hands that they need and you know we're like we've had some you know experience with it in in the screen printing <laughs> side of things and i know it works on that side but i want to know that it's going to work with with everything else so um, definitely want to get it in some hands and, and see where we can do with it. And from some of the other guys that we've we've sampled it with, you know, some people may remember um, there's Snap-on had some samples that they handed out. I've had two or three guys tell me that that um, they handed out samples from Snap-on several years ago. They believe it's a very, very similar product to that, and a lot of people really like that product. So, like I said, reach out to one. Um let us know uh, if you're you're interested, and we we can get you hooked up with again a bottle of this this hand cleaner right now, and we'll have a lot more uh, coming out here later this year. But yeah, ton of details coming. It's just been, you know, it, it's been a little bit of a struggle to figure out. I think the direction for it and, and where to go. But um, be on the lookout here in the next couple of weeks. There'll be a lot of information coming out. Matt, I want to jump in here now um, and transition because we, we were talking a little bit off air, and I, I want to throw it to you first. Uh, you being the wrong. Oh, I didn't mean to hit wrong. Uh, <laughs> apparently, I'm already wrong. <laughs> apparently. You're set up for failure here. Uh, <laughs> you know what he's going to push. <laughs> wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> I was, well, I was going to say, uh, I was going to try and say it correctly, and then Donald told me I was already wrong <laughs> trying to be polite. I was going to say, you're the elder statesman of the group. Um, I knew that's where you were going. Was that better or worse? That was trying to be nice, I think. Okay. That's what I was hoping. Uh, but the elder statesman of the group, a lot of controversy, you know, last week with T Max comments. Um, and he, he's right. <laughs> and, uh, so I, I want to get your perspective on T-Max comments and, and kind of the whole situation. I I think T-Max right. Because there isn't any blowback to your actions on the racetrack. People just think they can do whatever they want on the racetrack. You know, they're running over noses and, you know, tearing off doors. And, and you know, they think I can do this. And, you know, they might bump back into me on the racetrack. But, they're, you know, that, uh, that thread I'm going to climb out of my car in the pits and, and get whipped is – is is gone that you know that that's a thing of the past and i and i gotta say you know when when we talked to chase briscoe on here you know chase talked about one of the first times he got in a sprint car and 
and Kevin made him walk over because he got into one of the veteran drivers there. And Chase said, I remember dad racing against him, and he was one of the meanest and nastiest guys in the pits. And he said, here I am, you know, a 13-year-old kid walking over to this guy to talk to him. And he's like, I, I thought I might get punched. And now, I don't think there was any adult male going to punch 13-year-old Chase Briscoe, but Chase had been around the sport at that point and knew that's what happened. Oh, yeah. And I think you're exactly right. I think a lot of these younger guys have grown up. And um, I remember being a kid watching a NASCAR race and seeing Dale Earnhardt walk into Ricky Rudd's trailer, and Ricky Rudd comes stumbling out where you know Earnhardt hit him in, <laughs> yeah. inside the trailer. You know that, and that's what happened. You know, I grew up at the racetrack, and you, you know you did stuff on the track you weren't supposed to do. They let you know about it. Yeah, and I think that you know not to jump in, but I, I think that. There's no teeth getting knocked in anymore because everybody's got their phone out. Yep. Oh, that's an exact. You know, yeah. it's. It, I don't care where you do it, when you do mm -hmm. it, how you do it. It's gonna be. It's gonna be on film, and you got sponsors that that are paying the bills for you to go race and be there in the first place. So, um, you know, I, I think that's you know just a society thing, and I don't really see. Uh, you know there, there being much change in that you're going to have some guys step out and not care and and they're going to you know obviously suffer the consequences afterwards but i don't know i think we need to figure out a way to turn it into entertainment and you know we everybody jokes let's do it on the front stretch let's do it well maybe somebody really should do that and let's get back to you know let's, let's turn it into some kind of entertainment and see what happens well, and i agree and i think the other thing you know when you talk about sponsors and the cell phones I think a lot of times we forget the names that are on these cars. You know, when mm -hmm. you go back 20, 30 years ago um, or more, especially in the dirt world, it was local body shops, local yeah. record service, and I, not putting any of those sponsors down. They were vital to the sport, but it wasn't corporate. It wasn't. You're, you're exactly right. It wasn't Valvoline. It wasn't, you know, so and so. So my buddy, Jimmy, that ran, you know, a record business that had sponsored me and my late model all these years, Jimmy was right there next to me saying, bash his teeth in. With a tire tool. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. The CEO of Valvoline's not standing next yeah. to me proud. And I think that, I think we forget sometimes how, and not saying us at this table, but how corporate, even local, mm -hmm. uh, local, regional, national dirt racing um, has become and how vital those sponsors are to these drivers to continue well how many young drivers have we had on our show that you know i, I gotta make sure my sponsors you know are, are impressed with me and and mm -hmm. we have commented after we went off the air of i can't believe how they represent themselves you know 20 30 years ago nobody would have represented like that locally like that you know and we just talked to a guy the other night uh local uh, sprint car driver we met with and, and he was he was talking about a lot of that kind of same stuff and and knowing how to present yourself and you know going back in and you know, a lot of the things we talked going back in and visiting your sponsors yeah they should only they, it, the only times they see you shouldn't be when you write them the check yeah. you know stopping in their business seeing how they're doing promoting them inviting their family to the racetrack you know, all those little things and but you're exactly right i mean and, and going back to jared thomas i talked about earlier looking at what's expected out of jared thomas in that mazda program and again that's a grooming ground for the irl yeah which is 100 percent corporate they expect a look a way you talk you know everything mm -hmm. to be be right on yeah 
Well, and I think that, uh, you know, the whole sponsorship thing, I, I, I feel like I've got a little bit more of an understanding of it now more than ever since, you know, we've been in this, this business still a couple of years or whatever. And so obviously we get a lot of questions, people wanting sponsorship and people, you know, needing this and that's all great. But, you know, from a business perspective, you know, it's, we need more than somebody just slapping a decal on their car and, and a couple of shout outs here and there. I mean, like you need to go sell our product. Like, yeah. you know, if, if we put race clean on a, on our car, like, you know, you got to tell me, it's not so much about the money that we're going to give you. It's about how much hand cleaner are you going to sell mm-hmm. for us? And and I think people, it's just something very easy to lose touch of, of, of really what your job is. You know, you're not just going out and getting a sponsor. You're going out and representing a company at that point. And, you know, I think that, you know, that's, it's kind of the idea behind this this race clean brand too. Like, we'll we're, if we get rolling, we're gonna be all for you know sponsoring and, and doing things. But you know, we really need to get somebody you know a good ambassador that's that's gonna be more than just a decal on the car. But since the the pit whippings are a thing of the past, they need to think of or come up with another repercussion. Yeah. To slow the the on track attitudes down, they can nothing's gonna happen anyway. So I, I can just keep doing yeah. this. Well, and I think it goes back to, you know, you talk about other professional sports and how they handle things. You know, you can suspend a guy. And we, we talked earlier, Turbo was suspended last week. He was sat out of race. But they get to throw out four races on their points. So right. Did it hurt him? So what does it really do? The way you hurt anybody is their pocketbook. Mm-hmm. You start finding these Putting guys. on them, yep. And that's going to do – or – let them race, but force them to start at the back. You know, I, there there are things. I understand people would argue, well, then they're just going to tear stuff up as they come through. But hurt them in, in the pocketbook, hurt them in other ways. Because I agree with you 100%. Just the suspension isn't isn't doing it. No. Um, and where do we go from there? I do want to back up there. Talking about sponsors um, and sponsorships and more details to come about this. But I got to give a huge shout out um, to Royal Purple um, synthetic oils and really really excited um, for Indiana Pro late model drivers this year uh, they will be providing product actually I shouldn't say they will be they have provided us product um, we're going to come up with some type of quick time award um, like I said details coming but shout out to Royal Purple Synthetic Oils we got product that we're going to be able to give out to drivers um, during the races this year in that Indiana Pro late model series and Again, I, I, we talked about looking at products that support racing. Um, and I, I got to give a lot of credit to J.P. Hyden, um, who's in their sponsor uh, department at Royal Purple and Calumet Products. But I got to give a lot of credit to him because going back to a lot of the things we've learned working with him, yes, he wants to know how it's going to help him sell his product. But he also, he had an eye for, I want to help regional dirt track mm-hmm. racing. And, you know, and, and we had a lot of conversations. And you look at the super late model world, and you've got Lucas Oil, you've got Drydeen, you've got a lot of big name sponsors that have attached themselves to super late models. And we all love super late models. But I, I really got to give a lot of credit. And if you're a crate late model guy, you got to be pretty excited that a company like Royal Purple Synthetic Oils said they we've got the money to jump into the super late model game, but we want to come in and support crate late model yeah. drivers. And and so if you're a driver 
support Royal Purple Oil because I will tell you this too. Um, this is just the start of dipping the toe in the water. So if we can yeah. show that we can support them um, and, and our racing community will jump up um, and, and get behind Royal Purple, I can promise you this. There's a lot in the works that uh, will be really exciting for our regional racers. Good deal. Yeah, absolutely. If, if you know, this year is going to be a big, um, you know, just kind of a, a feeler, I think, to see where things can go. But, I, yeah, I, and if everybody can support, um, you know, the people who are in the support, in the sport supporting you, that was a mouthful, um, man, it's, it's going to pay dividends. It really is. And I think Royal Purple, you know, they're um, – they're wanting to get invested in in our sport and and it's more important now and ever if we want to grow this this crate series around here um you know I, I think if there's has been an opportunity it's it's now so we need to you know support who's supporting you yeah and i and i can't say that enough like I, i'm telling you that don't shake your head at this if you're if you're a guy that's you know a local racer they want to help but they want to see that we're going to support them as well so let's show them that this year and i can tell you exciting things to come but i still want to go back and thank them again um giving us a product sponsorship this year and we're gonna be able to get some oil some product into some driver's hands and uh you know have some fun with it this year so i'm excited about that as well and uh you know who else gets cases of oil delivered to <laughs> to them <laughs> so yeah exciting stuff yep absolutely uh just there's there's honestly just so much that you know we could talk about going into this year and next and everything else and um i think we're in a, a time right now and and you know it's it's not just racing but this is a, a world in general politics everything that it's we're i think we're in a turning point on a lot of things and i think right now we've got just you know there's a lot of opportunity in, in racing and to make things um you know better for everybody and uh, it's just exciting time you know, and, and before we go, I, I threw this out there, and I, I did want to bring it up because, um, you know, Weber Valley Speedway <laughs> and, and the superstar Gage Martinez um, has kind of taken the the internet by by storm um, with everything. And, you know, it's, it's a parody account, at least that's what I understand it to be. Um, but it seems to be really easy to get those posts out there. I mean, it seems natural. Yeah. yeah. Like we've done, a, done some research on Weber Valley and I'm starting to, to uncover some things and, and, you know, I, I love it. Honestly, it's, it's, you know, it's an amazing account. It's, it's hilarious and it's got a lot of attention and, um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's going to be, going to be fun. Yeah. Uh, I believe we were banned. Um, yeah, we, or, or banged, banged. We were banged. From, yeah, tried to we sneak in and, and do some video, but um, you know, apparently they they just didn't want us there. I, I don't know why. I, I really don't. But uh, we're gonna keep trying. We're gonna keep sending in media requests and and try to get in there. And, and a lot of rumors about Gage Martinez and um, some tire doping scandals, oh, and yeah, yeah. Um, you know, maybe not as as clean of a driver as what has been expected of him. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. It'd, it'd be a shame if like they had some competition at some point. I it really would be, but we can leave that at that. Yeah, so. I, I but I, I've heard I've heard some rumblings of the possibility of some other other 
um, great dirt tracks maybe starting. So yeah, yeah, I think that, like I said, now's the time. I think it's a great opportunity for that that to that's come about. But um, I'd like to see that happen too. Yeah, yeah, because I think you know I think it's like anything. Um, you you can talk a big game online. Um, and you can be, you know, Gage Martinez, but until you come to Indiana and you've proved yourself in the racing capital of the world, are you really anything? That's a great point. I mean, right. honestly, yeah. I mean, are you, are you really anything until you've, you've come to Indiana and proved it? We'll see. Yeah. And that's the underbelly of the beast. That's the underbelly of the beast. But, uh, <laughs> Matt, I want to throw this to you. Looking ahead, what's got you excited about 2021? just going to the racetrack every chance i can man that's uh like i said we got a head start and that was our goal i think what 50 races this year was that what we're, we're playing counting brownstown weekends we i'd like to see 50 events so it's a good goal you'll beat me well that's the plan i'm not gonna <laughs> ever let that happen again man <laughs> Now, I when you guys start going and filming a lot it's hard for me to compete with that but because uh, <laughs> you know you was doing two or three night you know races in a weekend there yeah filming, I was, so that was uh <laughs> friday saturday love friday saturday but, sundays you know I, I got started early this year january one you know we was at the racetrack so it was you know we'll try it might not might not hit our goal but we we have a goal yeah and i you know i'm just excited um you know and I, I see rob wilson here just put it i i am very very excited to see the new circle city um, speedway two events for the for the indiana pro late models there so that'll be very exciting yeah i i've been you know jamie sent me the you know our travel shows because i announced for them and i said well, i've never been there and she said no one has they're still building it and i was like holy cow you know that's uh that's pretty cool so. yeah i've been following the facebook page and getting to kind of watch them as they're building that track um definitely a lot of fun seeing yeah. what's going on there oh, and, yeah. and excited about that and i know this is controversial but i will throw it out there i am also very excited about dirt on bristol um i was there at the original you know what 95 and i'm excited to see the nascar stock cars on dirt and they're running heat races to qualify for it yes that's the part i liked and i get and we've talked about before you can hammer nascar and they're out of touch and they're all but they can't they're be out trying. Of, they can't be out of touch and be doing this and you know they're they're trying to connect back with yeah. the dirt fan they maybe have lost you but it's worth the opportunity and the thing i will say is is that um what a better year than chase briscoe in the 14 at Stuart haas racing and we're going on dirt at bristol baby I think we just need to bring it up again, though. If you're even a partial dirt fan, maybe hold back on the bashing on all your social media before it uh, it takes it all away. You know, I think that's horrible. You wake up Sunday morning, all they want to do is bash all the racing, and all all they're doing is telling people that are on the fence, "Do we want to go try this and watch this?" They're just telling them to stay home, and uh, you know, a lot of them are the race car drivers that are are sending people home. And, and you know and i we've said it before um it's really easy to say well that'll never happen to my speedway and talk to some people in some of these great areas where dirt tracks are closed and you know we've we've heard all the rumors over the last five to ten years about bloomington speedway where i grew up and if you'd have told me 
you know, in the nineties that Bloomington Speedway would ever be on the fence of whether it was going to stay open or not. I just said, you're crazy, but I'm telling you, Mm -hmm. you, you, you take these guys out of these, you know, wanting to come to these races, every racetrack is vulnerable. Oh yeah. You know, we're human beings, so we're, we're naturally wanting to, to bitch and moan, but maybe let's keep that to our inner circles and not just blast it on social media to people that don't even know you and they take it the wrong way and don't even give racing a chance. And again, I will say this. If you're a member of the media, if you are a driver, if you are connected to the sport, you don't realize how many eyes are on you and what your thoughts, opinions, and feelings of it are. Um, and you're exactly right. A guy on the fence that maybe saw you post your car and thought, that's kind of cool, maybe I'll go watch him race – when you're griping on Sunday morning, it's probably not showing up. Yeah. All right. Brian, what else, man, before we, we cut out of here? Man, I don't know. It's been fun. It's fun to be back. And um, I'm just excited, to, honestly, like I've said, just to be home this year. And, and uh, you know, I mean, I'm going to travel a little bit. I've got some little bit of a travel schedule and, and still working on some dates and stuff. But, um just excited to see what we can do here. Like I said, local racing and um, hit us up. You know, show us some support. Show us that you love us, and then we'll keep doing what we're doing. So, and before we take off again, our sponsors here at Throttled Up for 2021: P3 Graphics and P3 Racing Shirts.com, Dirt Two Media, Thirsty Goat Entertainment, Fresh Prints, Race Clean, OCC Seamless Gutters and Construction. Gilpin Electric, Kane's Tree Service, and Tommy Taylor, Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. And I can't say enough how much I appreciate each and every one of those sponsors and what they do to uh, allow us to jump on here every other week and uh, talk. And I do want to make this announcement. Soon to be every week, though. Soon to be every week. Um, Big announcement, though, um, and many of our listeners may not know about it. I didn't know about it, but Matt, you'll remember when we had um, Karen Jankowski on, rally driver from the... um, the great state of washington yes she talked about a new social media platform called checkered um, c-h-c-k-r-d and it is a social media platform that is all racing all the time no political beliefs no bs no you know no no pictures of your chicken wings every wednesday (laughs) only (laughs) only racing um posts um bone-in chicken wings (laughs) and uh (laughs) Uh, but had the, the, the founder of checkered reach out last night. Uh, so he will be our guest here, uh, on, um, the 13th. Cool. Uh, so two weeks, the next show and, or the 17th, did my, did my math wrong there. Like, the 13th was going to be a problem. Yeah, I'm say, we, we got a scheduling conflict. Um, so. but, uh, we'll be back. On the 17th, we'll be there. Um, so exciting stuff. Cool. I'm excited to talk to him. I signed up yeah. for an account last night. I had not gotten one yet, but if oh, you, you have to approve you, uh, no, you, okay. you can just sign up and get one. Fact um, checker. Was there a fact checker? There wasn't a fact checker. You did have to say what your connection to the racing world was, whether it was a fan mm-hmm. driver. I, I struggled um, because I think there was but like, you didn't put driver. No, I didn't <laughs> struggle with that one at all. Uh, but there was, podcast videographer media um that's cool outside sales or something i'm like well i 
I think I check all those boxes. So I just, just jump in all of them. Yeah, I, yeah. I just I figured I I could go with any of the the, the above. So but we joke about a fact checker like on Facebook, but what if there was like actually fact checking for for racing, like for racing all these stories? Pe- yeah, all oh. these uh, all these people who are. You know, this is be out of business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like the storytelling race car driver. Yeah, he'd be done, man. That's next on our list to do is we're going to create a, a fact checking system for, for racing and Facebook and Checker or wherever, Twitter. Can you imagine if Tom Allman was sitting here telling a story? He'd be like, ah, actually, Tom, no, that's not, that's, that's not accurate. <laughs> Tom, that's, no, that's, that's not accurate. But his so. stories are so good, you'd never even want to interrupt No, him. you don't want to stop no. him. Yeah. No, he is the Walt Disney of, oh, yeah. of the racing world. And, and hey, I do got to give a shout out there. You, you bring up Tom Allman, his son, Brandon, who's been on the show the several times big win tonight in the opening round of sectional for the brownstown lady braves uh 25 points over owen valley so congratulations to him and my my beautiful wife callie roller set it back on the bus right now so uh congratulations to them thanks everybody for tuning in again uh, uh february 17th will be our next show with uh the founder of checkered the new racing social media app thanks everybody